Opening communications. Initializing Altarian frequency. Establishing connections. Designations. DJ Dude Link connected. Raven Dude Link unavailable. Vixie Dude Link connected. Kaiser Dude Link connected. Jero Dude Link unavailable. I'm eating pavlova. What is pavlova? It's like you get a big cake-sized cookie cutter, right? And then you address it to God, and you ship it to heaven, and you have him smush it down on one of his clowns, and then he ships it back to you, and that's pavlova. That is the best description for pavlova I think I have ever heard. (laughs) I approve of that description. That was a good description. Alrighty, welcome to DudeCast 2020. If this is your first time here or you haven't done so yet, head over to facebook.com slash dudesfromalteria or reddit.com slash r slash dudesfromalteria and give us a like or follow and then go over to dudesfromalteria.com and check out our dudes shirts, listen to other episodes, or submit us some suggestions. Alright, so we're here to talk about stuff and things and what it's like to be dudes from Altaria. How about you tell us how you came up with the name Dudes from Altaria? Have I never told the story of how the name Dudes from Altaria came about? Not from the podcast, I don't think. Oh, probably should ask that a couple of years ago when I could remember. (laughs) When I was younger, the majority of the writing that I did was based on the world of Altaria. So what's Altaria? Altaria is fantasy world with badasses that I kick ass and stuff. Do you have the slightest idea how little that narrows it down? I know, right? I'm going to be honest here. I haven't really thought about Altaria in like two years. I've been more focused on my modern fantasy stuff and my Guardians of the Rose stories, which are based on a different world called Venisil. So I haven't even like thought about Altaria. So when you ask me like, what is Altaria? I'm like, well, it's just like your classic fantasy world. Yeah. Just kick those five brain cells that were in charge of that back in the day around and see what they spark up with. It's where my Blood Knight stories are based. I don't know about you, but if somebody asks me about my old lore, I get really shy because I don't. it's really edgy and teenage and I don't want to talk about it. Ten years ago, I probably would have been the same. I would have been like, oh, my old lore is like really edgy and like from when I was 15. But I spent a good four or five years there updating it and making it more epic fantasy and less like oh i'm an edgy teenager type of stuff and there's actually quite a bit to it and it's a really cool world i probably should sit down and reread my stuff on it so i can remember exactly what made the world so cool and i want to write a novella based in that world soon but i just can't get myself to really focus on anything that's blood knight related i just want to always focus on like guardian chronicles or guardians of the rose and modern day stuff or this other world of venisil that is descendant from altaria but yeah maybe one day i'll finish my stories based on that world maybe yeah i've seen some or heard of some really terrible 
astounding plots and really dark stuff on TV lately. And I'm thinking to myself, man, if I'd only just pushed through and done the stuff that I had in my head, it probably would have gone down well. Mm hmm. In the right circles, yes, yes, it would. In the right circles. I know the right circles. You do. Actually, I'll say, yeah, for that particular story, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it probably would have gone down really well with certain in the like grim, dark or dark fantasy and other circles. <laughs> Trying to think what other circles it would go good in. The Shades of Grey type people. Yeah, yeah, they would. I would be yeah. ashamed, but yes, them. Fifty Shades of Red. Man. Terrison was a badass character. I like that character. Yeah, back to the origins of dudes from Altaria. So that's where the Altaria comes from. The rest of it, it was originally supposed to just be J-Row and I, and we were supposed to talk about like politics and just how we felt on stuff. When it was just J-Row and I, it was two dudes from Altaria, and it was a riff on back in the old early gaming days of when Sierra was king, they had their two guys from Andromeda that were the creators of Space Quest. So that's where the name came from was we were like, oh, well, let's play off of their name and go two dudes from Altaria. And that's where the initial name came from. And then once Scotty was like, dude, I love Space Quest and I love your idea for this. By that point, I had already said, you know what? Politics is getting too dicey for us to enter into. So we're not going to talk about politics. We're just going to talk about pop culture and video games and stuff. And that's when we dropped the two from the name because Scotty, I'm going to join. And then Raven was like, I'm going to join. And then I was like, man, there's a lot of sausage here. I think I'm going to ask Vixie to join. And I brought another because I heard yep. there was going to be a barbecue. And now there's five dudes and one chick. <laughs> I'm sure there's a meme in there somewhere. I hear that it's actually, it can be quite difficult to get chicks on podcasting. I think it is. I rarely seem to find podcast that's a mixture of dudes and chicks. I wonder why that is. I don't know. To be honest, this is the first time we're actually referring to you as a chick. We usually just say you're a dude, so. Yeah, I saw something about that once. It was a meme or a tweet or something where somebody was like, ask a straight guy how many dudes they've slept with and suddenly it's not quite a gender neutral term. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Something to think about. My answer would have to be one. <laughs> but it's not a gender neutral one, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Explain. Really doesn't need explaining once you think about it. There's only one dude that I've slept with. Okay, but it's not a gender neutral term then. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> I have slept with one dude. This is, um, this is awkward. <laughs> I find it to be pleasantly circular. <laughs> I have a feeling that the last two minutes of our conversation is going to end up getting flamingoed. Flamingo. Oh, the keyword. <laughs> it's like, what's flamingo? It's our safe word for when J-Row gets too rough. That was the origins of dudes from Altaria name. The end. Yay. Thanks for listening. Wait. I don't think Raven's going to make it. Whoa. Uh, hey, that's loud. totally up your raven. I told you I was loud. Oh. Oh, man, I'm going to have to turn him down. No, just kidding. Turn me on? 
I can turn you on, turn you down, however you want this to go. Turn down for what? Look, don't question it. Just go with turn it. Turn down for what? I had to disassemble my computer recently. <gasps> your computer? Mm-hmm. I don't remember you disassembling your computer. Well, so it's... I feel like we should have a picture of the setup that we currently have, where there's two computer towers and two monitors and two keyboards on a single coffee table. Awesome. Just for perspective. So what was wrong with your computer? So I had it where the plugs were facing towards me, towards the couch that I'm sitting on as well. And any time that I would have to leave the area, I'd have to kind of step over some cables and my foot would go past where things are plugged in. It's not been a problem yet. I know I should fix it, but, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. And one time I nudged a cable and my computer just decided to start going beep, 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 and then shut down and then power up and do the beeps again. I don't think computers are supposed to do that. Yeah, it seems kind of weird for a computer to be doing exactly what it's not supposed to be doing. So in troubleshooting that, I couldn't get it to work just by a simple you know, plugging things in and unplugging it, that sort of thing. Also worth noting that the uh, backplate for where all of the cables can plug into the motherboard does not quite fit the motherboard, despite coming with it. Okay. So, like, I'll have to workshop that at some point, but there's just a hole in the back of my computer. So I had to take everything out and plug it back in. I reseated the CPU, even, and new thermal paste, and just the entire thing gutted it. and. When I powered it back on, not only did it work, but now I have an extra light that I didn't know I had. Oh, I like it when new things appear when you rebuild a computer. Free new parts. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. It's like bonus. It's like respecting a build and getting an extra cool factor. Yeah. And literally in a game. I'm going to use the exact same stuff, but all of a sudden somehow it's even cooler. What have we all been up to? And John. Panicking. I mean, doing doing good. Did you say you came? Panicking. Oh. Wishful thinking much? Both. Maybe the same thing. <laughs> I think we mentioned this, but we hadn't said it in a podcast, but we visited an immigration specialist for New Zealand. Did we talk about that, Vixie? The way you say it is funny. It's just an immigration lawyer. Yeah, but... They're not our lawyer, so it's just a specialist. It's an immigration lawyer, whether or not we've hired them. I saw somebody about the thing. So anyway, please tell. No, the way I say things is funny. Go for it. <laughs> I don't that, think that I've ever coached you. that look out of her before. <laughs> you know that meme of the guy blinking and then opening his eyes wider? Pretty much that. She did that? You're in trouble. Yeah. I don't care. We, we saw an immigration lawyer and they gave us a lot of paperwork that I need to do. And it's looking a little bit better than just having to pay somebody like a boatload of money out of the gate to even get their, their consultation. You know, I've got the paperwork and this and the places and she's like, here, do all this. And when you need help, come back. And pay me more money? Well, we didn't pay anything. It was free. Oh, that's awesome got a free consultation and they pointed us in the right direction and let us know our options and the cost for each option and we're a little better oriented for doing those things now which is really nice yeah 
we haven't been recording anything basically throughout the what, last six months. That's quite a while of not updating people. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened over the last six months. I got COVID and um, work. And life was really boring because I was all locked down and stuff. Well, that's pretty much the same for us too. We got the super uber duper New Zealand lockdown because, you know, hashtag New Zealand hellhole. New Zealand's a hellhole? When did that happen? You need to look up that hashtag. It's great. Hashtag NZ hellhole. NZ hellhole, sorry. I know what a Z is. Yeah, Z's a zombie. Everybody knows that. Banned in in my world. Essentially, New Zealand went into lockdown super hard, super early, and everything that comes here is via plane, if anything, or boat, if it's, if it's cargo. So those are really easy borders to regulate. As such, the lockdown here was really, really effective. And there were some people from areas where the lockdown was not as effective being really butthurt about it and like falsely claiming New Zealand was a, a, some sort of COVID-riddled hellhole despite the lockdown. Or the regulations here were draconic in nature when it's, it's pretty chill, honestly. But people took the hashtag and like kind of went wild with it. And like, you know, people taking pictures of, of the ocean behind them with the surfboard under their arm. Oh no, this imperial regime is so oppressive and I don't know how I'm going to survive here in this New Zealand hellhole. And that's pretty much the, the summary of it. Thank you for uh, coming to my TED Talk. Awesome. Yeah, I googled it, and it's nothing but like pictures of how beautiful New Zealand is. And I quickly realized that it was an ironic thing. Yes, because it was started seriously, but then Kiwis kind of do what they do, and took it all very tongue in cheek. And while I was googling it, I realized that a newcaster was pulling my audio from the wrong microphone. Oh shit! <laughs> so I get that fun to clean up later. Good luck. Have fun. Good thing you noticed. Right? Discord's using the right microphone, so I might just have to use my Discord audio. We'll see. Well, I've tried not to talk over you really hard because I actually want to talk to people here. So I don't know. Um, shit, what else? That's the problem. It's like, okay, let's catch up. Okay, I got COVID. That was fun. It's like, yeah, I got COVID and I'm in New Zealand and that's it. My symptoms were mild. I was lucky. My son was lucky. My wife, not so lucky. Where's the crickets chirping sound? There's like a follow-up of that where she's like, okay, now. You can't just stop up. My wife wasn't so lucky. No, she did. It was sad. Oh, she did. Just kidding. She didn't die. She just had the cough and trouble breathing. And that went on for several weeks after she had gotten better. Her test came back negative. She had no more fever, but she still had like trouble breathing. And after like about three or four weeks, it finally cleared up and she's able to do stuff normally now. But for a while there, she was like, oh my God, it caused permanent damage. I was like, oh no. That would, uh, that would suck. I had a I don't friend really commit want... suicide. We could talk about that. Fuck, dude. Like, yeah, it's been one of those years. That's Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I told you guys about my sister. Right yeah, before that's we what stopped I thought you were. That referring to because the wires got crossed in my brain a bit oh yeah so yeah so this is definitely news yeah and he did it like four days before his birthday so there we were on his birthday doing a celebration of life and it's like well 
This is awkward. Oh, yeah. Awkward turtle. And show up to a celebration of life with my wife, who's high school best friends with his wife. But then his ex-wife is there, who I had. Yeah. Yeah, there was a controversy there for a little bit. Yeah, it seems close. Yeah. Um, that was pretty shitty. I was like, all of a sudden I get this text message from somebody that I haven't talked to in years. And they're like, hey, you remember this guy? And I'm like, bro, he was like my bro. <laughs> of course I know who that is. Oh, has anybody talked to you about him yet? Come to find out Raven was the one who was supposed to talk to me. And he'd known for like several hours and he hadn't bothered sending me a message yet. I mean, I probably wouldn't want to either if I knew he was your friend. Raven tells me it was because he wanted to call me and tell me over the phone. And I was like, I get that and I respect that, but come on, dude. If you couldn't make the phone call, you should have just sent the message. I'm not mad at him for it, though. I ended up being the guy who had to do that for somebody else because, again, somebody else was supposed to contact him and I was told that they had already contacted him. So I'm like, hey, man, how are you doing? I, I heard that they already talked to you. Like, how are you doing? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't answer the phone when he called. <sighs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn. Well, okay, here we go. Well, I guess I don't owe him that hundred bucks anymore. God, you're a fucking asshole. Wow. Right? I mean, not wrong, but still pretty shitty. I mean, I laugh about it now. I think back on it and it's like, ah, you don't owe him a hundred bucks. That's some dark humor right there. We're all healthy adults here. Healthy? This sounds pretty depressing. Yeah, why are we talking about this? Let's talk about yeah, something keep, fun. Keep going. Go, go, go. No, we're talking about something fun. So, games we've been playing? You've been playing Risk of Rain 2. A lot of Risk of Rain 2, a lot of Monster Hunter, and a lot of Elder Scrolls Online. We are. The latest Greymore chapter, which is basically they finally put Skyrim, or part of Skyrim at least, into the Elder Scrolls Online world. This is the part Raven needs to be here for. He's a Skyrim fan. Oh, no. It's uh, Sword Art Online, but with cat. Wait, aren't there cats in Sword Art Online? I don't know. No, that's Log Horizon. Like Sorry. Seven episodes of the thing. <laughs> I am I'm not a fan, man. It's, I feel like this is my opportunity to rip on Sword Art Online a little bit, and he can hear it later, and it'll be funny. <laughs> I don't like Sword Art Online. <gasps> Ooh. Somebody needed to do the gasp. Thanks. <laughs> it was cool at first. Like, anime always hooks me at the very beginning. And then I don't really care if I spoil it, I don't think. But spoiler warning for Sword Art Online, the first half of season one, apparently. So they meet an artificial intelligence that's encoded within the game. And then they essentially adopt this artificial intelligence as like a pseudo daughter because they're all stuck in the game anyway bad stuff happens and the main character like plot armor hacks the entire game to save the AI character and it's like dude if he has this capability why hasn't he hacked the game hard enough to get everybody out right it's like the worst version of a super saiyan power up that happens just at the right time it's like dude he always had this capability like fuck off so you watched all the way through the first season to when they get done with Elfheim? I stopped watching after that hacking scene. Okay. I got so pissed off at the end of Elfheim 
because he gets there. He's at the end of Elfheim, which is the second game he goes into. And the bad guy in that one is kicking his ass because the bad guy is an admin and is using his admin rights to do whatever. And in order to survive it, again, he hacks the game, but he hacks the game using the admin codes for the guy from the first game, from Aincrad. That guy's the guy who had created the, basically the source code for all of these games. So mm-hmm. his codes can just change the entire world and override other admins and all that. And I was like, are you serious? Like he's had this dude's admin credentials this entire time. And he waits until like right there. Right. It's not even a cool reveal at that point. That's some shitty writing to put the character in a position where the only way they can win is with this deuce ex machina that like the whole concept around it would just pissed me off. That's what I said. And I'm not changing it. I think I remember liking all of the stuff that didn't matter to the plot, which was basically, hey, I can live in the game. I liked that bit, although that was also very weird. And then at the end of it, there was bondage, I think. Oh, yeah, that that gets you. What? What? Was that when they were elves? Was that bondage with the once they had the elf ears? I think so. Seems pretty prevalent, actually, now that I think about it. Because I don't remember it in the Aincrad arc, which is that first half of the first season. No, it would have been the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I know what part you're talking about. I get why you like that. But I didn't like the part where it suddenly became Gunsmith online. I stopped liking it after Aincrad. The first game was, like, really cool, and the concept behind it was really cool. And the way that they got out and his final battle in that, with the exception of small things like the hacking scene, that whole first arc was really well done. And then after that, all of a sudden it went from being about him and Asuna to now we're going to introduce some other chicks and we're going to start building his harem and him and Asuna aren't going to hang out as much. And then it went into the Gungrave stuff. This is a different anime, but I've been really enjoying... Food Wars. (laughs) And the reason I'm jumping to this is because you mentioned building harems, and I feel like they did the sort of tension in Food Wars correctly because he doesn't actually hook up with anybody. There's just like a lot of girls around, and they all have their own reasons for liking him, and it's all kind of generic in the end. And I, I think that was done really well. It takes the harem trope and just kind of blue balls at the entire show. So you said you're partway through season two? As far as I can tell, yeah. Have they done the one where her, the tournament where her grandpa is the judge? Yes. Does that happen more than once? Well, I think it does happen a couple times, but the first time it happens, there's that one dish that he eats and his clothes blow off and everybody actually mentions that his clothes blew off. Yeah. It's the three-way tournament between... Um... The rich girl's, like, servant guy, and then one of the other geniuses, and yeah. the main character, right? I think so. And I just found that funny, because it, ha- it constantly happens to the girls in the show, but then the one time that it happens to a guy, it's like, people actually are noticing these clothes blowing off. Like, it's not something that's just... I think later there's one where they make, like, a joke, where one of the girls makes a joke, like, when her clothes reappeared 
some of her clothes were missing or something like that. The acknowledgement is, is a fun point for me, I think. Too. They're tongue in cheek acknowledging the fan service as if it's yeah. actually happening in the world. I think that's what makes it great. There's another point where Arena, the god tongue chick, she takes a bite of something and it's so delicious that the building around her like explodes and everybody's like, oh my God, the building disrobed. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They definitely play with that joke. I wonder if I missed out on some of it, not listening to it in English. You probably did miss out on some jokes, not having it in English because when they dub them, they like to add jokes. Speaking of isekai anime, Log Horizon, did you ever watch that one? Mm-mm. Pixie? Nope. Well, I love that one. Tell us about it. It's got the same basic premise that Sword Art Online had with its first little arc where they're all trapped in a video game. But this one isn't like, oh, you're trapped in the video game and if you die, you're dead for real. This one's like, oh, you're just trapped in a video game. But like a lot of the mechanics and stuff that keep the world moving aren't working anymore because all of a sudden it's real. So like the world's kind of breaking down around them because the NPCs that would normally keep it in shape have disappeared. And there's this world event that usually happens. And if the players don't go out and do it, then cities end up getting mobbed by monsters and stuff. But the players are also like confused on what's happening and how to control their abilities. It's not like another isekai anime where all of a sudden they come into it and they're like, Oh, I just know how to do all my stuff. And this one, they're like, controlling all of my abilities is difficult and like what the hell and i'm shorter in the game than i am in real life so i'm tripping over myself that's actually really cool (laughs) yeah so like the first couple of episodes they're trying to get their feet under them and then it gets to the sark where they're getting attacked and they're like oh if we don't do this then we're supposed to get attacked but this other group is supposed to show up and like save us but then it turns out that the npc group that usually shows up and saves people the day that all of the players became real within the game, that group completely vanished from the world. So then they're like, oh, this is weird. Uh, they eventually start realizing it is an actual world. Like they've been transported to a world that is based off of the game that they were playing. It still might be a digital world. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far into the story. They also eventually realize that every time they die, they lose memories of their original life and it doesn't focus on the fighting it focuses more on like the mechanics of the world and stories about the characters their reactions and like trying to figure out how to make the world work to their advantage and build a society of people who used to just play games selfishly like oh i'm gonna go and just do my thing and everything will just work out because it's a video game and now they actually have to work together to make the society run the way it's supposed to So I had a lot of fun watching it, and they just announced that there's going to be a season three. What's it called again? Log Horizon. L-O-G? Yep. Okay. Like log in or log out Horizon. Yeah. No, I'm I'm remembering the one that I liked probably the most was How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Oh, yeah. Just so funny. I don't like most isekai. Especially not an overly, like, overly etchy isekai, but I feel like it's so self-aware that it just pulls it off. Yeah. It did well. I really enjoyed everything and how he had to discover his powers and how everybody else was just like, no, but this is just normal. 
and how he comes across as super cool because he can't do anything because his anxiety has just stopped him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the strong silent type. He's just the really anxious silent type. And everybody thinks he's a strong silent type and that like what he's doing is he's so perfectly evil. <laughs> it's actually really like I wouldn't want my parents catching me watching it if that were a thing. Especially the later episodes. No. As the girls become more comfortable with him. Yeah. But it is funny. That one. I enjoyed the crap out of that one. I started getting to a point where I was like, I want more episodes. Uh, there was another one. We were kind of disappointed it was over. Don't remember, though. Shield Hero. That's still one that's on my list that I've never seen. It's been recommended to me a couple of times already. His power growth irritated me. It's one of those things where his power growth seems to defy the rules of the world. So he's becoming like a badass when it defies the rules of the world. But I got over that and enjoyed it. So they, they can be done well. There's in. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Heck yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the other one. That one. Although not an isekai. Yeah. It is where power jump is actually part of the plot. I prefer it when it's being obvious that way. Yeah, everything seems to be like if MMO mechanics were just an IRL thing. Dude, I love that show. Which is, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Just to reiterate that one. Very, very good. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And is it wrong to pick up girls in a hot spring? If you haven't seen that one, watch it. It's like one episode. One episode? (laughs) The end of... The first season of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, uh, they were, what, 19th or... They're pretty deep in the dungeon, right? hmm In between season one and two, they had to get back to the surface because season two starts with them on the surface. But they decided to create this, like, OVA that called Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Hot Spring? And they stumble upon a hot spring in the dungeon on their way back up. And... It's basically Belle ending up in all of these compromising situations with the different girls. Oh, God. And then it turns out that the hot spring itself, I think, was a monster. And it's just really funny. Oh, no. Has become the isekai episode. Apparently. (laughs) Demon Lord retry, he ends up in a fantasy world that's not the world of the game that he was playing, but it's got some similarities to it. And he's stuck in the body of his character in the game he played, I guess, was a demon lord. And then his alt character can sometimes take over his body. And he absolutely hates his alt character because he's like this smug, egotistical, like playboy. And one of the main girls that absolutely hates the demon lord and is trying to kill the demon lord ends up getting saved by his alt character. And then she falls like desperately in love with him. So ends up with some like really interesting situations where she's like following around the alt character and then all of a sudden the demon lord's there and well have to look it up yeah i'm interested i didn't realize just how much i enjoyed isekai actually i didn't realize it was a genre until pretty much last month i own two box sets of isekai which two older i've got now and then here and there oh yeah and fushigi yugi I guess those would have been like the, some of the first ones. Hmm. I've got both of those. 
Inuyasha, I guess. The full series. I never watched all of Inuyasha. Eh, just basically turned into him yelling Windscar a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, and Spirited Away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of the newer isekai I'm not really a fan of because it's entered into this very specific formula of dude shows up in other world, is super weak, made fun of by people, gets shit on by the people in this new world, and then becomes a badass. And like overnight, like over one episode, all of a sudden he's a badass. Yeah. Nah. And then when he finally meets up again with the people who used to shit on him, then all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, this guy's totally cool. Not an anime, but have you heard of AFK, the web series? I have heard of AFK, yeah. I struggled to find all of them because even though it was made in New Zealand and it's Kickstarter funded or crowdfunded, some of the videos that are on YouTube are actually blocked in my country. That's weird. Yeah, it was done by some people in Auckland, which is basically the same stomping grounds as the people who do Viva La Dirt League. And some of them do crossover. Some of the actors crossover between Viva La Dirt League and AFK. That's another of those going into a video game kind of shows. Yeah, and Viva La Dirt League did the Epic and PC Man series. Familiar? No, I haven't heard of that one. It's it's a series of short videos, like three to five minutes long, of the adventures of an NPC in an MMO when players are just fucking like being players. And being that they're actors, they kind of play up the fact that the NPC's meta aware of what's going on, but has to follow his script. Was that the one where the adventurer will walk up and the guy's like, oh, I need medicine for my daughter. Can you spare a change? And then the guy just starts selling off his inventory. Yes. NPC's like cursing out like, oh, my God. Yes. It's not like my daughter's dying or anything. <laughs> yeah. I've never even seen 30,000 gold, but I go, I'll give it to you. Yeah, he's an NPC garlic farmer, and he's one of the main quest givers in Honeywood, the small town of Honeywood. Okay, yeah, I think I've seen a couple of those. They also do a series about people working at a computer store, like retail. Like a GameStop, essentially. Yeah, I think I've seen, I probably have watched them. It's sounding familiar. And Red Dead Logic. Oh my gosh, Red Dead yeah. Logic is great. So yeah, that one. the same sort of group of people, or at least they talk to each other up there. I forgot what the word is when they get together and work together. Collaborate. Collaborate. I knew it started with a C, but all I could think <laughs> was coordinate. And I'm like, no, it's not coordinate. <laughs> I was thinking of two completely different words. Ah, which two words were you thinking of? Socialize and network. Network, that one would have worked too, but... Synergy. I think collaborate would be the best one. Yeah. Because it seems like it is the same groups of actors working together, but they're not always the same channel, I guess. Or same Well, I suppose the scene up there is close enough. Like we talked about New Zealand having only two degrees of separation. It's really about that. If you've got the same hobbies, there's a high likelihood you're going to run into each other. Yeah. That's kind of how it is here in Utah. Hmm. And now we're caught up. I wanted to catch Excellent. up more with Raven and have some stories of what he's been up to. We're still alive. He's been up to not making it to podcasts. Yeah. What's with that? He didn't show up to 
homeboy's celebration of life either, just so everybody's aware. Give him shit for that. Oh my goodness. I think we're going to stay out of that, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same to you. <laughs> Scotty's been busy with his work. Yeah, I haven't heard from Scotty in ages. He watched Bill and Ted with us. Oh, uh, yeah, we missed that. What were we busy with? Oh, no. Uh, probably. Dude link terminated. Opening communications. Initializing Altarian frequency. Establishing connections. Designations. DJ Dude Link connected. J Row Dude Link connected. Raven Dude Link connected. What year is it? 74. Nice. Cool. Sounds awesome. And today I got to drive it for the first time. Does she and handle like a dream still? The other day when they took it for the first test drive, they were pulling it. And there was a pop, and it's that damn ball stud that we have the rebuild kit for that we didn't <laughs> that we didn't do anything with because we're like, oh no, stud. it's fine. It needs to be tight. <laughs> oh my! And that was your guys' cue to be like, oh look, it's DJ. I'm in the middle of the story. I'm not gonna finish. DJ, DJ uh, is in the house now. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> oh, hey guys. What's up? He just slipped in. <laughs> <laughs> like that ball and rod. Oh god. Yeah, that was that was some story. So where you guys been? I think I was somewhere else and then I was here. Called the time warp. You did the time warp. I did the time warp, huh? Something like that. We just kind of appeared out of nowhere because we, we do that. We're awesome. That's just sounding like a lot of bullshit to me. It kind of is, but you know, whatever. Okay. Balls <laughs> and joints and, and pitman arms and going into to holes and yeah. Dripping. <laughs> All right. That was very enlightening. Yes, it was. What are we talking about, DJ? You know, it's just been a while since we were all together. Yeah, it has been. How many months now? Three, four, six-ish. Let's see. March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Seven. Seven months. So yeah, how have you guys been for the last seven months? I haven't seen any of you. Definitely been in quarantine. Didn't go out to the lake with J-Row. Definitely didn't do any of that, nope. No, definitely not. Bastards went to the lake without me? Yeah, we went to Bear Lake. It was pretty awesome. The moose was there. Yep. Where's my invite? Pretty sure you had one. Let me guess. It got lost in the mail? Well, probably. I yeah. Mean, it's the mail. You know what? You probably had to take care of something with the ball and chain. I don't have... Oh. Yeah, I don't really have one. I don't know where your invite was. I, I blame somebody who's not me for that. Excellent. That is an excellent answer. Someone who is not me. I'm going to use that next time. I blame him. Ending. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, i just been working on cars and getting out into nature, trying to find a Bambi to bring home, but not having much luck. I'm thinking about starting to take up hunting myself, actually. <sighs> yeah, so... I guess that's what we've been up to the last seven months. We've just been not going boating. 
Right, not boating at all. Didn't, did, well, we didn't boat, so. You, you were in a boat. I mean, no, you weren't. No, no, we, we didn't boat. We uh, did uh, jet skis. And you had that little yellow boat that you were not in. Oh, yeah, that one. I was in a boat, damn it. You were not in a boat. <laughs> There's a song no. about that. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. No, you ever. Okay. With my flippy floppies. No, I've actually been pretty keeping busy because I was definitely in the category of essential worker. Well, unfortunately, my wife wasn't. It's been driving her up the wall. I've been an essential worker as well. Somebody's got to paint them school pillars. The hard part about my job is nobody knows what is expected. So it's like, hey, we need you to do this. Then two days later, it's like, yeah, we can't do that. We need to do it this way. And then then a a week later, yeah, we've been doing this all wrong the whole time, and they want us to do it this way. It sounds like the super efficiency of any government-run system. Yep. I agree. That's all I got to say about that. Literally working is about all I've been up to all summer, so. Except when I didn't go to the lake. Yeah, I don't remember that. When did you not do that? Beginning of August, I think. I hope you're with some cool people. Eh, sure. Yeah, they were all a bunch of fucking losers, right? Not standing around the <laughs> campfire and shit. Right. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, beginning of August was around the time that I was out trying to find Bambi. Oh, and you wonder why you didn't get an invite. I wasn't even thought about, all right? Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. You'll never know. That's the hurtful part. Didn't even send me a text message. Are you sure? Yeah, my phone had service where I was. You know what? I left it up to Demoose. It's it's his fault that you didn't get invited. True, it's his fault. We can blame him. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this, so he'll never know that I just blamed him. He's not a very good friend if he doesn't listen. I can get away with saying that because he doesn't listen. <laughs> Catching on. Catching on. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. That there's some funny shit. Yep. You guys had about as much to catch up on as Vixie and Kaiser did. wonder what happened to them. They just suddenly poofed. Oh, they went swimming in Lake Down Under and uh, Dingo got them. A Dingo. Dingo ate my baby. I'm sure I'll be able to talk to them about Casper real soon. I hope. Casper the Friendly Ghost? Yeah, it's it's a movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's from 1995. The one with uh, Christina Ricci in it? That's the one where she gets peed on by Casper. Yeah. That really affected me because, you know, it brought back those memories of R. Kelly. Why? R. Kelly's not (laughs) even in it. But Casper totally mimicked him and peed on a 13-year-old girl. She was 15, okay? At the time the movie was filmed, she was 13. Oh, well. <laughs> that was a good reference. <laughs> Glad somebody Ooh. laughed at it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh... <laughs> Alrighty, cool. Well, there's our catch-up, I guess. Yep, I guess so. A whole lot of doing one thing, and that's just trying to survive. That's it. 
my recording area has been invaded by a little dude who wants to say something. Uh-oh. Oh, what do you got uh, for us, little dude? Hey, DJ, what's the teardrop? Deuces. <laughs> well, so the teardrop is when you go down and then you come right back up. Um. Why little dude was asking about the teardrop, I don't know. What kind of going down and then coming right back up? You know, like you go down and then you get a whiff of whatever's down there <laughs> and you say no and you deuce the f- fuck back up and then out mm. of the place because suddenly you remember that your house is on fire or yep. any other excuse to come up with like polishing screwdrivers <laughs> you could say could say can't say polishing screwdrivers yeah because after smelling that you're yeah she might go well she'll be like i'll polish your screwdriver yeah. God knows you're not going to be polishing your screwdriver after smelling that. Ugh. But From R. Kelly to move. that. Sweet. All right, I'm out. <laughs> okay. Later, dudes. Cool. Me too. Well, that was fun. Alrighty, that's this week's Dudes Cast. Thank you for swinging by and come on by again to see what crazy ideas we come up with next week. Head over to facebook.com slash dudes from Altaria or reddit.com slash r slash dudes from Altaria. Give us a like or follow or head over to dudesfromalteria.com. Look at our merch and drop us a suggestion for where we could go from here. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash dudes from Altaria. Maybe drop us $2 or go for our new tier two, which gives you the power to recommend movies for us to cover in the future. Have a good weekend. See you later, dudes. Dude Link?